The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday. We're looking at Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 to 15, the epistle reading for the 10th Sunday after Pentecost, where the Apostle Paul was inspired to write, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. In him you were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature, not with the circumcision done by the hands of men, but with the circumcision done by Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God, who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. My dear friends in Christ, the Apostle Paul is encouraging us to keep growing in our faith in Christ because he says, for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. No one really questions the fact that Jesus was a man, that he was true man, that, well, we say that, of course, the scriptures say that he took upon himself our true human nature. He became fully human. But people will often question the fact that he is a hundred percent true God. And now he's a hundred percent God and a hundred percent man in one person. That doesn't make him two hundred percent. It just means that he's the God-man together. He's the God-man together. And now, we can't understand how he could be 100% God and 100% man, but by the grace of God, that's what we believe. He is the God-man. And as such, our Savior, he satisfies all our spiritual needs. As true man, what he was able to do is be our substitute by living and dying for us. And as true God, he was able to live a perfect life, the perfect life of keeping God's law that, that we can't live and to give us that holiness and that perfection. He was able to die a death as the God-man, the 
true son of God, he was able to die a death that paid for the sins of the whole world. And he was able to not, not only die, but also able to rise victoriously from the dead as the ruler over every power and authority that had fought against him and as the ruler and the authority over all of us who by the grace of God believe in him. So he's saying here, Paul's saying, treasure the God-man's work for you. Treasure the God-man's work for you because he accomplished your salvation. Paul said, in him you were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature and not with a circumcision done by the hands of men, but with a circumcision done by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. The false teachers that I mentioned who were trying to infiltrate the group there in Colossae, they were saying that to be a real Christian it's not just the grace of God, it's not just faith in Jesus, it's also necessary for a person to be, well, circumcised and to follow other Old Testament laws. But Paul said that those extras, circumcision, following those Old Testament laws, that wasn't necessary for salvation. That wasn't a requirement for salvation. He said that there was a better circumcision that took place when we're called to faith, which probably happened at the time of our baptism if we were baptized as infants. But at the time of our baptism, what happened is that, well, there was a circumcision, we could say, and what I mean by that is our sin and our sinful nature it was cut off so that instead of being slaves to Satan and sin, well now instead what we can do is we can benefit from what Christ has done for us and we can live as believing children of God. We've been separated through faith, cut off through faith from Satan and sin. Of course, we still struggle with being drawn back into that, but through being called to faith, we're separated, we're circumcised from those things. Paul said, when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, when our sinful nature was that dominating part of us, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and then stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. And now what our God, what our Savior has done for us is something that is so amazing. And so, well, this reading again is saying, treasure the God-man's work for you. Treasure the God-man's work for you. When we were lost and condemned creatures, when there was nothing that we could do, what God did is, well, God sent us Jesus and God called us to faith and made us spiritually alive. He made us children of God. 
and he did all the work. He accomplished our salvation in Jesus. He called us to faith through the work of the Holy Spirit. Each of us, well, even now, even each of us is still a sinner whose best days apart from God would make us worthy of eternal hellfire. Isaiah says, of course, all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Our best efforts, they're still contaminated by sin. But thankfully, Jesus forgave us all our sins. Well, he sent Jesus to live and to die for us by taking all of our sins and nailing them to the cross, it says. And there he canceled the written code because the law's requirements of perfection against us, well, those were fulfilled for us in Christ. What we couldn't do, Christ did for us. Paul says, and having, been, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over, the, over them by the cross. After Jesus accomplished his mission, after he paid for our sins at the cross, after he rose from the dead, after he was made alive by the Spirit, what he did is he descended into hell, not to suffer anymore, but to proclaim his victory, to proclaim to Satan and his evil, evil allies that they had been defeated. And now, surely we'll want to treasure all that our Savior, the God-man, has done for us. Even this work of making a public spectacle of Satan and his evil allies in hell, because by doing that, by making a public spectacle of Satan as he did, well, what that had to do is deflate Satan and weaken his resolve to come after us and to get a hold of us, to try to get us to forsake our God. So again, treasure the God-man's work for you. As the God-man, what he did is he lived a perfect life, a perfect life we couldn't get live, and he gives us that perfect life. So we're holy and perfect in God's sight. As the God-man, what he did is he died to pay for our sins and for the sins of the world, so our sins are all gone. And as the God-man, what he did is he rose from the dead so we can be sure that because he lives, because Christ lives, we too shall live forever through faith in him. Treasure the God-man's work for you. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, keep sending us your Holy Spirit in your word and sacraments so we keep growing in our faith in Christ. So we always treasure the God-man's work for us. So Satan can never knock us down or get a hold of us. So we are always certain of our eternal salvation, which was accomplished totally by our Savior for us. We pray in his name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.